There's a young man. I talked to him. I wish I was with you. <laughs> That's really weird, Lisa. <laughs> and welcome to the show we are just another movie night and i am scott and with me as always is my loving beautiful wife joe hi everybody but none of that's true i mean i am loving i do love him but not beautiful <laughs> oh oh jesus <laughs> we're having technical difficulties we're having technical. <laughs> um here we are Doing before and after reviews, where we go see a brand new movie in the movie theater, and we give our thoughts before and after, but this time our movie theater was playing our movie so damn early that we could hardly get there in time and do it before. So, here we are trying to make up for that. And you know what? It's probably for the better, because this is one of those films we saw tonight that we didn't know anything about. We had seen one preview, and it randomly just got dumped out today. And uh, I would say that we hardly knew anything about it and saw anything else about it. This is one of those movies that didn't even know it was occurring until we saw a preview for it like a month ago. Yeah, it crept right up on us. Like, we had no idea. We're talking about Lisa Frankenstein, uh, written by Diablo Cody and directed by Zelda Williams, Rob Williams' daughter. This is her directorial debut. Yeah. Directorial You almost debut. said it right. You kind of... <laughs> You kind of stuttered a little bit well, on it. I slurred it as I was saying it I because I uh, overthought it, which yeah. is what I usually do when I do names and, vo you know, different, you know, whatever. You know, just let me go. You, I'm letting you go. Just let you me go. You got it. You got it. You're good. Well, the movie stars, um, I'm going to butcher these names. I know it's uh, um, Catherine Newton from uh, who played Cassie Lang in the new Ant-Man Quantumania and also... Colby, is that his name? No, what's his name? No, his name is Cole Sprouse. Cole Sprouse, how can I forget? Oh, yeah, from, how uh, could you forget? Riverdale plays Jughead and is also was on in Big Daddy. Was he's the, the little boy in Him Big and Daddy. His twin brother. Yeah, he has a. I think his twin brother's name is Dylan. Yeah. Yeah, this I like Cole Sprouse. He's cute. All right, now look, guys, this is going to be an interesting talk because. I don't even know how to discuss this because let's just talk about the movie theater experience we just had. Well, one, our sound was off. Was I will say low. that some of the speakers w were not working properly, so sound was a little off. So it was hard to judge the movie on that because I cannot tell the levels. Yeah. So I knew something was up. This but is the second time in a row. Yeah. Regal can suck it right now. Yeah, but even better. We had two, a couple in this movie theater who decided to come to the movie to sleep because before we, the movie even started, uh, the movie before it even played, there was a couple sleeping. Young couple. And 
Now, I'm just going to say we have to point out how this guy fell asleep because his legs were up in the air. Like, you know, he was sending like it, not Indian style, but like he had the one leg up and then the other leg crossed in the air and he fell asleep like that. That poor bastard is not going to be able to walk out. You know what? Good. Okay. Yeah. Because he's a fucking moron going well, to the movies just to sleep. But I do think they were either drunk or high. I don't know what was happening here. I, I, I kept saying maybe it's cheaper than a hotel. Maybe they just stopped in. Paid for the room for the I night mean, and just laid down. I that would suggest that this is Cracktown, USA. And it crackheads. Well, here's why out. I brought this all up. Because within the last 40 minutes of this movie, this gentleman started snoring. Loud. Now, I, I, what do you do? Do you attack? Do you yell really loud? Because the movie's not waking him up. So what, what do you do? Do you just leave it? Because I mean, what, what if they are you do? cannibals? What if they are some kind of nutcases that I mean, just go wild after you wake them up? I, I, I feel like the two of them falling asleep, I mean, they've been through something today. And I think that... That's why I didn't want to make it worse. You don't want to mess with people like that because they're probably like on some kind of, you know, narcotics or something. It, they're probably fucked in the head because why would you go to a movie theater just to take a nap? And I also... A nap at home. Oh. <sighs> see how much is working here because we also just got a technical error oh good yeah. okay we like that uh i'm also going to point out i'm just going to go through it i guess um also going to point out that they also chose to see this movie as well yep so what does that say about uh, them and us that we're all choosing to see this movie in all I don't know. I mean, because that you don't really want to wake up that guy who is also chose to see this weird friggin' movie. Because there was only two other people besides us and that sleeping couple, and that was two single guys. Yeah, I thought for sure someone there was going to say something to them. Like, there was get up. two guys randomly, not together. They were just separated around the theater. Those, so it's either fellow movie reviewers or something else. I don't know, but it's always interesting to see the one single guy show up to sit by himself to watch a weird romantic horror comedy of whatever the hell you would call this movie. <laughs> so now let's talk about the movie. So like we already said, we didn't know much about going in. We only knew the little setups. Yeah. And I guess we could talk about Diablo Cody is a starter here because she she uh, is an interesting writer. We... We haven't had the best success with her as a writer. I mean, we we did like Juno. Yes. We liked Tully. Oh, I really like Tully. Okay, so but she wrote that. Jennifer's Body. Jennifer's is Body. Maybe a movie yeah. I have to revisit, but when we saw it in the theater, much like this movie, and it might be the same kind of experience for people, I didn't like it. The, you know, first time seeing Jennifer's Body. Now, I've heard it's, like, very cult and people really enjoy it and has grown on people. I want to know because I haven't watched it again, but maybe it will have that effect on me. But there was something about the dialogue and the the weird universe building, and there's a lot of problems with that. And here we are again where I feel like the same problems flow in. Yeah. And that's a really good reason to bring it up because it's like that crossbreeding between trying to bring back the nostalgia feelings of the things that she enjoys meets trying to write a comedy. I think in the, I think the biggest issue is that this movie feels like he desperately wants to do two things. 
One, it wants to be John Waters. And two, it wants to be Heather's. Yes. And it's not successful at either. I will say that it might be more successful in being John Waters than it is being, you know, um, Heather's. Yeah. But I'm not sure in particular if either is like done well enough. This movie's really odd. I, I will say that the whole movie kind of felt like the first takes of like setting up a movie and like trying to see how the acting is going to work and the directing. It feels like everything was the first take. Yeah, it, it it moved pretty quickly, and it doesn't seem like. I I mean I guess because we're we're dealing with like um an odd girl and like an odd character, I guess we don't expect anything more from her um in terms of how she reacts to this whole situation. Oh, hmm. I mean I feel like I, I anyone would would react differently to this situation. I don't care who you are or how odd you are. That's the reason we brought up John Waters and Heather's because yeah. both movies are the characters like in the in the John Waters universe, people take things with a grain of salt. Like it's it's a joke how mm-hmm. the world works, his world works and how he sees people. Same thing with Heather's. They're just like okay with it, but there is an emotional weight that goes through it that makes it work. Right. This movie is so odd and how nothing feels like it lands and emotion seems very void. From I see anything. yeah, I totally get what you're saying because like in Heathers and any John Waters movie, you're you're completely invited into that world and you feel as though you're almost comfortable in it. It helps you suspend that disbelief because yeah. you accept everything so quickly. And right. I think it's that's good filmmaking is when you accept it so quick. Right. And I think with this movie it was hard to accept because we're just thrown into it and we're not really born. There's things in this movie that mean nothing. Yeah. And I got to say that I was thrilled to see that Carla Gugino was in this. She had her moments in the movie, but I also feel like she was very misused. She's a fantastic actress. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know if she was doing this as like sort of a favor or I don't know, but, um, I just feel like, okay. And there are some actors in this, such as the father. He had nothing to do. He was completely emotionless. There, He had no, like, there's nothing for him in this movie. Yeah, well, you I know, mean, Cole it, Sprouse. And Cole Sprouse. Poor Cole it's Sprouse. It's very odd. It's like, know, I think it's like, he took this in the sense that he felt like, oh, this is going to be my Edward Scissorhands. Maybe, yeah. But... I just kept feeling like, oh, poor guy. Like in Edward Scissorhands, we feel his emotion. We get him in this movie. He's like a side thing. He's just there. He's just there. And he just flows the movie. And the movie just goes very beat by beat in a weird way. Things just happen. It's, It's so odd that it makes you question, is this movie a dream? Is this movie a something else? Is this person dead? And this is like the it, it, it's it's weird. It doesn't actually fit tonally to itself. Yeah, it really it's, doesn't. It's very it's it's strange. Like it, you feel like when you come out of this, like I I even had to say something to you after, and I never say anything to you after because I was like, okay, wait, didn't you feel like this is supposed to be some sort of way, but it wasn't. I I just felt like I was um. 
I, I wanted it to go the other way that it, you know, instead of the way that it actually went. But I, I feel like the actress that was playing Lisa was having a great time. So I was happy for her. I, and I enjoyed watching her. But there are parts in the movie where she seems like she did the first take, like as a joke. Yeah. Or almost like a this is a blooper reel stuff that they left in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a couple reactions and stuff of hers that's so, like, out of the movie. And it's like something you would see in the, the blooper reel at the end credits. It, there's a couple times in particular I was like, that. there's no way. They, she must have thought that that was like a, just like they're going to cut and they're not going to use this take. Yeah. Which is so weird. Okay, well, can I just say something else? It's a sort of a love story, but I didn't feel... I don't feel, understand that at all. I didn't, I didn't feel that there was love coming from any single person in this movie. Not at all. Like, not a love for uh, a father for his daughter, not um, a mother's love for her, her daughter. Like, nothing like that. Oddly I, enough, it's a sister... Yeah, there's, there's one, a sister that they they kind of, like, you know, have a, a good relationship, but then which, they don't. It's it, so bizarre. It's odd. And I knew it was, like, there's a twist with the sister that that, that I saw coming a mile away. And, and I just kept going, it doesn't, when it does come, it's not going to fit. It's not going to make sense. No, it and feel, it didn't. It, it's going to feel like it's out of nowhere. And yeah. sure as shit, it, when it comes, it's like. Yeah, this does not connect to the story or these characters at all. Especially from what they showed us in the movie yeah. leading up to that point. It it was very bizarre that they just threw that in there um, with the sister. But The sisters are the most the most chemistry in the entire film is these mm-hmm. two sisters. The actresses playing the sisters are kind of likable together. Yeah, they are. They're cute together. And it's like unfortunate because they never give them the right payoff endings or anything like it it, when it ends it's so weird like there's a scene like you get um like it's like they actually like didn't film enough and they were like oh you just got to end the movie now so they use like an animation to bridge an entire sequence Mm -hmm. because then the next scene it's like what we what do we miss yeah, I felt like I missed something. Yeah, it was like we yeah. missed a bunch of stuff. Like, yeah. what's happening here? That's and and it's already night. Yeah, and it it's odd because you're questioning. Well, what happened with the sister from the last scene? And and it doesn't come back. It just ends. No. Like you know, this it, this is so like, friggin' weird and abrupt and kind of messy. It but is abrupt. I can't help but tell you that I do feel. Like, this is going to be one of those John Waters-type movies where in a couple years, people are going to be, like, finding it. You think it's going to reach cult status? I do. Okay. I, I feel like this is going to... Like, look, okay, recently um, for our other podcast show, um, Talking Trash, we did a movie that hasn't come out yet but will come out later uh, called Barbarilla. And we saw how people, like, hold it dear. And it's always that idea, like... This weird cult film kind of like connects with people and you don't really understand it. I think that this movie might be one of those type of movies because I do feel like there is something here. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It's, I, it's, I do see what you're saying. But I, I don't know. I feel like the, the actress that was playing Lisa was having a really good time with everything. But then in some scenes she was kind of just, I feel like she was ad-libbing, like just trying to get through. Oh, yeah. A it's lot. like they let her loose. So it was just crazy. But I, I feel like this movie, it, there's a lot of 
It was just goofy. It was a goofy movie, it, you know? Yeah. It was silly. The jokes didn't even connect properly. No. It is very odd. Yeah. Oh, and I'll be very pissed off if I don't mention exactly what I thought was going to happen in this movie that did, that I do not like, and I think it is a trend that I hope dies in the next 10 years. I hope it doesn't become bigger. But this idea that men are the worst fucking people on the earth. Okay, I get it. I get it. We're, we got a, a female director, a female writer, and, and an idea where the main character is a female. But not one person in this, one man in this movie is a good person. And in fact, when they set up a person being a good person... I knew instantly what movie I was going to be in because I said, if they do what I think they're about to do, I know what, what I'm in for. And I think that is bad writing and lazy fucking writing. And you know that there's that idea right now where people say um, men shouldn't write women. Well, this is the kind of thing that makes it go women shouldn't write men because every guy, there's not one line of dialogue that a man says in this movie that felt like either a guy or it wasn't a guy being a jerk. Right. And I, I, I honestly think that's kind of a, a, like a appalling writing, but I, I know, I know what I'm in for. And the movie allowed me to get around that, you know, those uh, moments were brief. There's a lot of them though. There are a lot of them, but they were brief, but, um, I, I understand what you're saying. I too was like, Oh, Really? So this movie's set in the 80s, and still, yeah. I mean, the only real feel of the 80s that you get from this is that, you know, they do play some songs, and there's wardrobe, but I, I don't, I didn't feel like these these kids that were in high school would behave like this. It's weird. I, I can't explain it without giving away spoilers. Oh, yeah. But, um... It it doesn't. It was just not. It didn't seem. Yeah, and if they wanted to make an '80s comedy in the line of Heather's or something like that, mm -hmm. if they wanted to do something in that realm, in that feel, okay. But again, that writing of how all like in the '80s, all movies they have that one friendly guy or that one friendly character or or friends. Then this movie's like no, none of that. Mm -hmm. We're not going to have that. It's only going to be this character and this character. And none, like I said, it's a huge clash. I, I, there's so many things I want to talk about with this film that are very odd and questionable. Now, I know since Diablo Cody wrote it, there are references to Jennifer's body. Mm -hmm. I think this is the same town in that oh, movie. Oh, is it really? I believe so. I'm not 100% sure since I haven't seen that movie since the theater. Um, but I think this is connecting because this is the past of that movie. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there is some kind of crazy references in Jennifer's body that they are connecting with. But there is a weird plot line in this film that something has occurred in this the main character's past that you think is going to be a twist. And it never can comes back. There's zero reason to tell us about it. It I is mean, very strange it's th this whole movie the the writing is just bizarre it's just a very bizarrely written movie i i, I can't like you know we can't get into spoilers obviously but it's tough it's, to talk it's about. tough it is tough to talk about when you can't spoil something but i i have to say that this movie was very odd i do like the main girl i think she's adorable 
And I think that she was kind of having fun in this role. And yeah, she seems to be having a blast. Yeah. But um And I like the sister, although why does sister, she have she sounds like she has an accent that is mid like a Minnesota accent? Oh. Did I you notice know. it a few times? No, no. Oh, I kept hearing it. I was like this actress was she in Fargo once? Because holy That's so crap! Funny. No, I think that um we are we've been watching Fargo. Yeah, so but no, I, I, I if I'm wrong, she definitely had an accent slip a few times that were really odd. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't recall hearing it, but um yeah. Also, um, how who why is she this the daughter of Carla Cucino? Yeah. <laughs> why so is she also? It doesn't make any sense. Why is she also a cheerleader? And and beauty queen, it is a very odd char- person to pick for those that character. I liked her a lot though, which is really strange. I like the actress. I thought the character was fun too. I. Well, okay, I'm gonna say something. Uh, I you know I went to school. We went to school a long time ago, but I will say that even though school going to school back then was a little rough because you know every, there was a lot of cattiness and a lot of cliques and bullies and stuff and you know i'm sure it's like that today in school too but everybody had their group you know like i would hang out with some metal heads or you know it's like everybody like there's art people then there was like you know the divas and you know whatever rich kids everybody had their group i feel like lisa in this movie didn't have anyone She's like, she didn't have one friend. It was so weird. So they kind of set it up by saying that she had just moved there not too long ago and that she didn't have time. And that's why the sister was always bringing her with her everywhere. But then when she, you know, the opening is they, they go to a party. It seems like you know, nobody, nobody really knows even her. knows her or wants to even talk well, to her. She's supposed it's to be so invisible weird. and she's supposed to be the weird dark but one. But she's so freaking cute yeah, she's I, pretty i don't believe in a million years that any guy wouldn't like automatically want right, to talk to her exactly I, yeah and i'm sorry but i i not to um speak ill of the other actress that played her sister but i think that this girl who played lisa was prettier than the other girl so i feel yeah. like she would have gotten more attention because well the other girl's pretty no, she Without was, but she had more flair, Lisa. She had like I agree. There's something different about her. She she's very unique eyes and everything, and she has yeah. a great smile. Yeah, and, and it, it, this is that um, she's all that, right? Is that the one where the the, the artist and they make her like pretty? Oh God, yeah, Rachel Lee Cook, yeah. who so was supposed to be a dork. That. Yeah, and okay. it, I think that uh, just another uh, not. Uh, not another teen movie did mm-hmm. it perfectly when they made that joke about. Like, oh my God, she's covered in paint. She's so disgusting. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's the same thing here where they're like, oh no, no one's going to notice her because she's got frizzy hair and she doesn't know how to wear makeup. And mm-hmm. uh, and I'm like, no. When she goes to the party, she's adorable. And she is. I, And I was like, yeah. And, and, and oh, we got, I got to, I, we should look it up. I haven't looked up any facts or anything, but the guy that she has a crush on in school, what is this mini Brad Pitt guy? I, was I know. Like, I'm trying to figure crap. out. I was like, like this guy's gonna on be him. somebody later on, because I'm like, he reminded me exactly of Brad Pitt, yeah. like cutting cutting glass. His name is Henry Eikenberry, and uh, he's on Euphoria. He plays Derek. Ah, uh, okay. We haven't watched. One. Okay, so yeah. that makes sense. But um. All right. So I mean, yeah. I 
it is this is a very odd film to talk about it's it, hard to it, talk about it because we can't spoil anything and to say what we we really want to say we can't do that because we don't want to ruin the movie but overall as a film i i was like okay with it you know, like, I didn't think it was the greatest. There were some haha moments that were kind of cute. And, kind of, yeah. You know, and I really like the way, I mean, I love the 80s so much. And so, like, I love the, the clothes and how the, how she dressed and just the throwbacks to, like, you know, the Aquanet and, you know, the crimping and all yeah. that so stupid, oh, silly so wardrobe can... crap. But um, oh. overall, I, I didn't get that nostalgia feel and... I feel like a movie set in the 80s should be better at that, yeah. you know? Well, do you remember in the 80s when you used the word clutch a lot? Okay, no. That was not a term that it, I used. Is that like a thing? Is that a joke from another movie? Is that like a Mean Girls thing? Or, or I don't know what that is. Like, I, where I did thought clutch they said come fetch. From? Didn't they say fetch? You're right. That is right. They didn't. I, who uses the word clutch? I don't even know. I don't know I, what that even means. I've never heard that word. I mean, we're elderly, so we won't but know even the, in the hip eight, jargon. Well, we should know the jargon from the 80s. Well, uh, yeah, it's, that's definitely not a word I've heard in the 80s. No. <laughs> so I'm saying, I'm like, I, know, I, I don't remember a clutch. It was like, all you right, know, totally but, rad and, you know, tubular uh, and all that stuff. But no, not, not clutch. I will be, another thing that I need to mention is that the directing for a first-time director is pretty damn good. It actually, it it, it wasn't bad. We, we definitely can can say she she did a good job yeah, there's some really clever moments mm-hmm. in the movie there is a like a, a part where uh, oh. <laughs> technical difficulties we're, we're having one of those nights Please stand by 12 seconds later this thing hates me yours doesn't do it mine does I don't I, maybe i should mine. switch it out i no, don't even know don't you touch mine all right what was i at oh okay um now that i have to somehow edit that <laughs> um uh, yeah, no, her directing. Uh, there was a couple great moments of really stylistic, like really smart uses of camera work. Uh, the, in particular, she uh, takes drugs or something at one time, and uh, it the the camera work and the 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 effects that they put onto it worked really really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was great. I also I don't know if you noticed it, but the house uh, cleverly transitions into the graveyard. Yeah. And if you look through the windows, it's slowly transitioning into the graveyard throughout mm-hmm. the house. So it was a really clever built set. Mm-hmm. And I love that kind of stuff. So I was actually impressed. I, I was like, you know what? There's some really clever stuff going on here and some funny little bits. But the movie slowly loses that. I feel like some of the movie was like very stylized and very thought out. And then it kind of just was like, yeah, mm-hmm. now we're rushing a little bit. I feel that way too. And, um, I don't know. Overall, I was like, okay, you know, this is a movie I probably could have watched on the couch. Um, but I'm glad we saw it in the theater. Yeah, we get to see it for I mean, free. aside it from matter. the freaking snoring and that jackass, but otherwise, it was it was a good experience in the theater. But I, I honestly, I think you're right. It's going to probably reach cult status because it's quite bizarre. And yeah. Diablo Cody has that kind of thing going on for her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right now, like she's her last couple movies are have reached that status, I think, already. So, but I, you know, overall, I, it was like whatever. It I'll, was okay. I won't be shocked if in another blank amount of years we see this as a musical. Oh, God. You know, I, that's a big thing to do now, you know, turn these little things into musicals after a few, you know, 10 years or You're so. Right. Everything pretty much turns into a musical. I can see that. Um, yeah, so what are your what's your final verdict on this? Final verdict is this movie was okay. 
it was a cute concept. And if they were going to do this and set it in the 80s, they should have done a better job with the music um, and the tone, I think. But overall, it was fine. I mean, I didn't hate it. It was okay. It was just they could have done better. So I'm going to give it a five. I'm going to give it a five, too. And and that's really strange because this movie does have a lot of problems. It does. It, it has a lot of problems. It, I don't even think the movie necessarily works. But there's something about it that was just quirky in that weird culty way that it kind of liked. It, it's... It had its moments. It I, did. I had a definitely a couple eye rolls a couple times, and I definitely was like, man, these jokes are not landing. But for some reason, I'm still kind of okay with it, enough to give it that mediocre pass. Yeah, because it was just like, all right, this is fine. You yeah. know, like if we sat there and we pick, picked it apart, we would destroy the film. We would destroy it. But uh, I don't think it's talking trash level, and I don't think I f- it's great. So I, I feel like it's on that verge of us talking trash and like breaking it down and being funny and laughing and questioning a lot of the ideas and thoughts in the movie. Definitely would have been a good time. But yeah, I think for now... It's a good pass. I think that if I revisited it, if we're still doing this show <laughs> into the future, uh, if I watch this again in five years, and I bet I would have a good time laughing about how messy it is. Yeah, it, it is messy. It, yeah. it is a mess. But, but yeah, I it was pass whatever, it. Yeah. you know, it, it's a pass. Uh, you know, we can, it'll get a pass because there are some cute little things in it overall. But yeah. You know, and the directing wasn't bad. The acting wasn't bad. So yeah. it, it's fine. So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's our thoughts. This was the messiest, craziest episode, just like our theater experience. Yeah, and I wouldn't rush to the theater to see it. Uh, you can no. wait until it's on streaming. And I should always tell everybody, we have a movie pass. We get to see movies for, you know, the one price. We get basically the movies are all free when we see them as many times as we do. And that's why we do as many movies as we do. Uh because it's just so easy and cheap. So why not? Yeah. And I, I for people who don't and they would have to pay full price, no. No, absolutely not. I, just wait. I, just wait it out. People always question like why movies aren't doing better. And you're like, when you're paying close to 15 bucks or something like that, probably 15 bucks now, I don't even know. Uh, when you're paying that much for a movie, you have to see the big ones, the ones that really matter. So I, these little films... I don't know how they survive. Yeah. But. I mean, I I like Diablo Cody. I think she's all right. I don't have any issues with her writing and stuff, but I think she could have done better on this. I feel like there's a lot missing out of it. It could have, it could have been really something. Yeah. It it definitely feels like it needed a little more collaboration on a second person to come in and tighten up the script and make things make sense a little bit. And then maybe it would have been a, much more interesting film overall for right now i'm just kind of baffled about what the movie actually meant i really just don't think i even understand i think it gave out mixed messages i, I mean really... i'm i'm a <laughs> little baffled tra- too we're so close to being talking trash right now like but yeah let's just end it here and just say hey if you get a free ticket or if this comes to streaming, just give it a little look-see and see what you think. I, I personally would love to hear other people's thoughts. I think this movie's going to get trashed in the reviews of all the people I know online. Uh, yeah. But I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. So thanks for listening to us. We are on Instagram. I'm at uh, Just Another Movie Night on Instagram, and Joe is at The Crafty Misfit. 
as always, we want to hear whatever Emilia has to say. So uh, tell us what you thought if you did see this thing, because I I guarantee no one else is going to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Good night. Really hope this goth phase ends soon.